Alright, uh, well, we're on vacation. You could probably hear from, uh, the beautiful, beautiful ocean, uh, or, or at least a big lake nearby. Uh, it's hard to tell, because our first trip, our first stop on our trip is the Savage Land. That's beautiful. The very yeah. real Savage Land. You can see uh, the dinosaurs in the background, uh... It's very lush. You know, the, the, the water is beautiful, everything is wonderful, but it's kind of like a big, you know... It, we're kind of, like, encased in this gigantic area, but it's wonderful because it's like, you know, the rest of the world doesn't exist, basically, to us right now. And yeah. that's really what you want on a vacation. It's really, really lovely. How are you, uh, how's, how's your coconut drink, Kyle? Oh, it's it's so coconutty, and it's funny. Normally, I hate coconut. This is no different, but, uh, you know what? It's free. It's free, baby. So, that's true. I love it. I love that's it. That's true. Zabu just brought a bunch of coconuts over and we decided, let's drink them. Good old Zabu. Yeah, I mean, were, were, were we gonna say no to what the saber-toothed tiger brought us? Yeah. No, not a chance. No, like, he would crush our bones. I don't think he would, because he is classified uh, in this Marvel handbook as, uh, and they don't have the internet here, so I had to literally bring some old Marvel handbooks uh, as a hero. So uh, I don't think he, I don't think he'd kill us. That'd be fine. Fine. Yeah, we're just fine. a big pussy cat. Is... Big pussy cat. Well, let, let me just turn this kitty cat over, and oh, 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 oh you would be surprised. <laughs> Whoa! Yo, uh, the and what a cat! <laughs> wow, Zabu. You know, I, I I'm getting a little tired of these <laughs> coconut drinks. the The guide the guide said, "Watch out for Sauron." Uh. Like the, like the big sword? evil eye thing? Yeah, the, the, the guy that doesn't want right? to cure cancer? Is that the one? Oh, Sauron! <gasps> Look out! <laughs> While we're dealing with this, listen to this classic episode. While Bryfrit fails, flails, flails and fails, and sets sail for a classic episode of Zero Issues. Oh, Which episode is this? Which episode is it, Bri? Bri, here, you, I'll, I'll fight Sauron, you introduce the thing. Come here, you son of a bitch, I'm gonna kick you right in the face. You Thanks, motherfucker. Pal. He dropped me, he only drained most of my energy, I'm but I'm used to that feeling. Kick you. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> drop kick. Ow, my face! Ah, my energy! Oh, Kyle. Bri, what episode is it? <laughs> we'll go save him later. Uh, this is episode number 123, uh, titled The Monster at the End of This Event, and this was about, you know, just oh, basically... Oh, off so good! <laughs> uh... Oh, God. <laughs> it's Sauron, not Suck-On. Uh, no, my energy, though! Oh! Oh. Yeah. Well, that happens. It's he's sucking my will to live! <laughs> That's what he's sucking. Alright. Uh, so I, I, I picked this one for a few reasons. It was, uh, we talked about kind of, it was personal endpoints. It was sort of stories that kind of seemed to wrap up the hero's journey, and we sort of like, okay, after this, I'm, I'm kind of cool leaving this, you know, title behind for a while. Uh, which I think, uh, you know, I, that might just hold up. Uh, and also, it was a, a dramatic reading. It might be an early dramatic reading of a Golden Age Blue Beetle comic, and uh, let's just say I want to hear that again, and so do you. So enjoy! Oh, guys, he's coming back! Ah! Oh, no! He, he's, he's sucking off Kyle again. Just, just play the episode! No, my refractory period hasn't processed. It's not going to do anything. 
He doesn't care. <laughs> He's nasty. Okay, it's bad joke time. Oh boy. <laughs> Just like every other time. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, even though he's an asshat, why does the Justice League always make sure that Guy Gardner is on their softball team? I don't know. Why does the Justice League always make sure that Guy Gardner is on their softball team? Because he's the ringer. <laughs> I, know, this is it. I told you it was bad. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> What did Hal Jordan say to Sinestro the first time Sinestro betrayed the Corps, showing his true colors? I don't know. What did Hal Jordan say to Sinestro? I don't Yeah. The premise. (laughs) But your name is Sinestro. I thought we'd be friends forever. Sinister? Sinestro? Uh... Kind of the root of his name. (laughs) How many... (laughs) How many Green Lantern Corps does it take to screw in a light bulb? Only one. But he murders all the others. <laughs> Depends on how many kilowogs the bulb is. Ah, ah. That was the best one. I saved it for last. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast. Zero Issues Comic Podcast. Hey guys! Hey! Hey! Welcome! Hey man, this is a nice episode we got here. It's nice to see you guys at this episode we're at. (laughs) Oh no, this is a nice episode. (laughs) So nice! This episode's gonna treat you real good. You got got a nice episode. I know, thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not very humble. (laughs) How's this episode doing? Hey, I'm Rye. You're very brachotic? Yeah. (laughs) Exceptionally so. I'm Merc. I'm Kyle. We don't really do this every time, but uh, those are our names. We didn't do it last time. No, we didn't. We won't do it next time. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. That's every other episode. I refuse to do it next time. Next time I want to be Bri. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the warm-up. Hey, so for this week for the warm-up, we're going to do a Mad Lib. Whoa. We haven't done that in, like, a bit. Like, it's years. Been a while. Like, a deep minute. All right. So it's the first time we've ever done it. A deep minute. It's a it's deep... post-episode 52, so... I don't know if it is, frankly. I think we rebooted, uh, so I don't recognize anything before. Yeah, yeah. That's who, true. Who are you? Yeah. I've got, I've got attitude and a jacket. This color... So high. So high. I have two colors, and they're both popped. All right, I need an adjective. Um, we'll go delicious. one for one, so Merc, then Bri. Okay, delicious. Okay, a noun? El Camino. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a uh, person? Nicholas Cage. Scraping at the door! Another noun? Another noun? El Camino. A, a different El Camino. <laughs> um, I'm writing that down. Daily Planet Globe. D.P. Globe. Got it. Uh, <laughs> a verb? Jump, swim, fly, fart, dance. I was going to say dance. All right. Uh, hey, Bri. Yeah? Can I get another noun? <laughs> Sorry. I'm a noun boy. Um, noun, noun, noun. 
Boy, this should really be much faster. Uh, boxing glove arrow. Uh, adjective? Salacious. Don't ask me how to spell it. Hey, hey Bri. Yep. Plural noun? Oh, my God. <laughs> El Caminos. Crumbs. Ice skates. Number? 69. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, color? Uh, mauve. 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 Uh, adjective? Rugged. Color adjective. Noun. <laughs> Jesus God. Um, Pick one of those. Battery. <laughs> Jesus God battery. <laughs> is, that, is that a Warner's character? <laughs> adjective? Another adjective. Yeah. Smelly. Hey, Bri. Mm-hmm. A- adjective? Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Psych. Um, noun. No, it's, it's an adjective. Radiant. Mm. All right. Plural noun? Boobies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, body fart? <laughs> El Camino. <laughs> Boobies. <laughs> but. Do boobies again. I gotta go with a butt. Nightwing butt. But. A plural noun? Underwears. Underwears. <laughs> is that, is that, I guess, is underwear? This is good radio. Yeah. Uh, and finally, a place. Mogo. It's a place and a person. Nice. All right. Here we go. Doing a goddamn Mad Lib. As an alarm began to sound, the Flash flew at delicious speed to discover his El Camino. Captain Cold running away from Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage's jewelry store. But just as the fastest... What does DP Globe stand for? Daily Planet! Daily Planet. Oh, sorry. Just as the fastest Daily Planet Globe alive was about to <laughs> subdue Captain Cold... Another alarm started to dance. This time it was caused by Heatwave, who was robbing a, bo- a boxing glove arrow. <laughs> I think they need to be more specific with uh, that. No, this, is, this makes sense to me. Yeah, no. He was robbing a boxing glove arrow across the street. This calls for some salacious thinking, the Flash said to himself. <laughs> he thought a moment and then started to run back and forth between the two ice skates... So fast, it looked like there were 69 flashes. <laughs> yes! Nice. <laughs> Payoff. Both villains believed the Mauve Speedster was coming for them and fired their rugged weapons at him. But when the battery of heat... <laughs> but when the battery of the heat waves heat weapon hit the cold from Captain Cold's smelly weapon, <laughs> it turned into a radiant... God damn it. It turned into a radiant cloud of boobies. <laughs> Faster than the butt could see. The Flash disarmed the underwear just as the police arrived to cart the criminals away to Mogo. And then Kyle shot himself. <laughs> yeah, that was delightful. Yep. And we all... All the children cheered. Every last one? Mm-hmm. Every last one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, guess what? How guys? many flashes were there? 69. Nice. Oh, thank you for putting a button on that, because yeah. that was painful. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never again. No? Note, note to whoever edits this one, remind Kyle, no more Mad Libs. You they're never not, know what you're going to get with a Mad it's, Lib. It's There's a DC book of Mad Libs, though. Is it? Like, that's what that came from. Oh, Oh, really? It came from the DC book of Mad Libs. 
Batman was very smelly living in his butt cave. <laughs> what the f***? Comics as a rule just go on and on forever. Yep. Uh, and that's just what it is. They, these characters will never go away. The stories will never end. We'll, we'll be dead and gone and dust and Spider-Man will still be flipping all over the place. <sighs> Having problems. Yep. Having them probs. I'm a teenager. However, sometimes, like, you know, when you when you have sort of more of a creative sort of vision behind something, like, you'll have, like, sort of a creatively guided, sometimes it's very, you know, corporate-driven, but you'll have, uh, it gets to a point sometimes, it seems like just a perfect end point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, you know, you've, ever, you've read it, and you, the characters you've followed for, for a long time, or known about for a long time, and it hits that point in the story where, like, it's the end, it feels like such a good ending that it's kind of hard to keep following that character after that point. Do you ever get into that? Yeah. So I just want to talk about... Endpoints. Endpoints. For me, um... Can I give an example of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, then I will. (laughs) Thank you for your permission. No, don't. I I did ask. I did ask. He did. Why am I being rude? Um, when Excalibur ended at the end of, what's it, 125 or something like that, um... Captain Britain and Megan got married. Colossus, Shadowcat, and Nightcrawler went back to the X-Men. I did not follow them to the X-Men. I was like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. This is like, that was a point where I could have started reading X-Men. I was like, no, this is the last issue of this comic. I know all the characters are doing other things. Kyle's good. Yeah, for sure. Like, we... For those characters... Thank, thank they God their... they ended it, because the book had really gone downhill the last <laughs> Um, I mean, there's always, I have some examples. Um, I've talked about this before. I'm a big fanboy for this, the, the Wade, Mark Wade and, uh, Chris Samney Daredevil run. Mm -hmm. But that one, you know what I mean? Like, it sort of took him to a different place. He'd been mired in, like, Frank Miller-ish, like, grimdark misery forever. And it kind of took him to a different place. They had his, his... Secret Identity was open, out in the open now. It was sort of like, oh, you can never really go back from that. Turns out you can frequently go back from that. Um, and it, you know, it kind of built to a nice point there where he had like another show, uh, showdown with the Kingpin, which sort of tied things up a bit. And it kind of like left him in a spot where I'm just like, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, like that's a good ending for Matt Murdock. And knowing immediately the next writer went back to sort of Miller Town, it made it Miller Time again. And, and, like, did some magic to make it so his secret identity was secret again and just sort of put things back to a familiar state. Yeah. And every time that happens, every time they sort of put the genie back in the bottle, mm. it feels to me like, they effectively, they've rebooted the character. Yeah. And it feels yeah. like the character that I've been following doesn't, that's not them anymore. Yeah. None of that story matters. Exactly. And we've just... Yeah. You basically kind of wiped it You've out. Gone back you to don't the, have to reference it again. The it's, easy it's, point where we can just yeah. start from there. Here, here's our save point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of those things. Like, every time they do that, it's it's it just becomes very hard for me. I know, and I know sometimes, like, things like something upends the card maybe a bit too much to that Marvel or, or comics thing where things kind of can't stray too far from the status quo. Right. But when you do... It feels like actual progression is being made, and it feels like you've actually hit that part of the story where, like, oh, here we go. It's Yeah, like, here's here's some real progression, and then they cheat you out of it. Exactly. Yeah. And then at that point, it's hard to care, and it's hard to even recognize the character anymore. Yeah. Same for, like, One More Day with Spider-Man. Uh, that's an easy one to go to for good reason. 
there was one, I'm sure I've talked about it in the past, but it was probably before we changed the format up, so hey, let's let's go back into it. Uh, there was a one-shot annual with uh, written by Matt Fraction, drawn by Salvador La Roca, and it was, like, just literally, you know, Peter Parker's identity was out in the open, and, like, he was being hunted by the cops, and, like, sort of, it sort of reestablished uh, the connection, sort of showing why Peter and Mary Jane are together. Hmm. And, and what will always keep them together. And they sort of had an uncertain future, but they were... Literally, they leapt off into it. It was a nice ending. It wasn't like it didn't wrap things up with a bow, but it was like, you know what? It felt true to those characters. Yeah. And then immediately after that, Undead, pretty much all the progression he'd had for, like, decades. And then it's like, I... You know what I mean? Like, that right there, if that was, like, the series finale of, like, the last Spider-Man story, I would have been, like, very satisfied. It's like, you, you can... Very nicely pretend that's the end. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, somebody doesn't like a glowing spider on the chest, I guess. I really hate it. Yeah, it's, when bad, you, it's a bad look. When you brought this up, and I was like, well, and how to take endpoints, the first thing that jumped to mind when you were like a, a, a satisfying endpoint, I wasn't sure if it was like a satisfying endpoint where it just... The actual comic ends, or yeah. you could walk off the comic, or whatever. Yeah. But the first thing I thought of was was Sandman with Neil right. Gaiman because that was the first time I'd ever heard like and it, had done, it had been done before, but it was the first time I'd become aware of a comic creator, a comic right. writer saying, "I'm going to do a story, and it's going to be this." And that he did like whatever seventy five issues or whatever it was, and that was his story. That's what yeah. he aimed to do. It was several different storylines along the way, and he mixed yeah. some other stuff, but he was like, here's this overall arc, then we end, then we walk away. Yeah, so it's like the exact opposite of anything Chris Claremont has ever done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even when he stopped writing, that story is not over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, although, like, uh, Gaiman has gone back to do Sandman stuff. But and, even then, I... Apparently Sandman, like, Dream is, is factoring into the DC Universe now. Is yeah. he? Yeah. He yeah. showed up in some comic. That's, uh, that, that Dark Knight's Metals? One of those things, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, like, even when he came back and he did a that... He's done a couple one-shots, and then he did that one series that came out last the year. The thing with the death hanging out with Lex Luthor? Yeah, I, I oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't hear about that. That was actually a good run. I like that. But still, it's like, you know, bringing something from, like, a finite story that really has no bearing on it, but... Yeah. It's, well, it's, but that was the thing. Yeah, it's like, it, I it never do that with any other uh, beloved, a, yeah. beloved <laughs> done-in-one story, right? I, I don't know what you're referencing. No, no. Mm. Uh, never do it. Other books that did a good Wolverine and the X-Men, I thought, did it great, because at the end of, I think it was maybe 12, maybe 20 issues, mm-hmm. the characters, like, some of these characters graduated, and that's how they should do Every X-Men, these are the next guy's book. Do a year of it. Do 12 issues. Bye. Send them on their way. Yeah. 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 I mean, I loved that comic. That was probably the last time I was really into the X-Men. Yeah. There's been a number of things. Like, there's a lot of X-Men points where I'm just sort of like, okay, I mean, you could keep going, I suppose, but it's sort of diminishing returns. Everything past Wolverine and the X-Men has been kind of just, like, flailing. Yeah. Well, even, like, uh, New X-Men. Yeah. Like, that was, what, like, 50 issues? Something like that. Um, that had an ending. Yeah. It ended, and it was like, okay, good. And, like, immediately after that, it was like, oh, half this stuff doesn't count. That wasn't really Magneto. Uh, let's put them back in tights. And it's like, 
there was freaking progression. You can ignore everything else before and after it and just be like, this was this was a cool book yeah. that lasted for this many issues. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And then, that's one of the things, too. I can always go back to that book I love. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and it's so hard to... You know what I mean? Like, put that in the wider universe. It wasn't really supposed to be, I guess. That yeah. was, like, during that whole period where they are kind of doing very creator-driven stuff. You know what I mean? Trying to take things to a different level and not really caring about how it's going to work in the long term, I guess. Yeah. Which, I, you know, was pretty exciting. That, that was Morrison, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. his, uh, his action comics run, same sort of idea. Like, 12 right. issues, and you're in, you're out. And it was like, I'm glad that... Uh, he did that story. It's like, here's 12 issues. It's at the very beginning of Superman's career, so we don't have to worry about any of the other continuity stuff. This stuff could still work into continuity, even though it's a little bit crazy. Right. And that's one, too. That's one of the... That was, like, the first New 52 book I read, and that's sort of, like, I read it, and I'm like, I didn't consider it... I just considered it as its own story. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, here's a different take on, you know, different Superman story, yeah. and I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I think basically any book that Morrison takes over, yeah. as soon as he gets off the book, it's like, all right, that's the end of that book. That's that, how it, yeah. That's how the story ends, because he's very good at at least wrapping up the story. It might take <laughs> nine years to tell the story, right? but he'll tell a complete story. I, while we're on it, uh, Batman Incorporated... Right here, right That's on the west, yeah, right? right? Yeah, next to Action Comics. Because it, in my view, that was like such a natural growth and slash like endpoint for Batman as the concept. Yeah, you had like his influence um, combined with like the Wayne in, in Wayne Corporation's resources to take things to that next level, to shine a light on the world, to shine a bat signal on the world. Mm-hmm. And if you try to sort of, un- like, it, they kept it sort of going to some capacity, but it seemed like they were just sort of, like, nobody knew what to do with it. So they just yeah. folded it back to just, like, standard Batman. And it felt like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you built such a thing here. And, I mean, it, you could have kept running with it, but it yeah. felt like he had gone through all he'd gone through. And then he sort of took things to the next level. And it's like, oh, okay, that's a nice place to end it, right? Like, he, had, he built his bat family, and now he has, like, an international bat family, and they're making the world a better place. And it sends it's such an optimistic but we'll, note. But we'll never hear from them. No, no, almost never again. <laughs> Which, oh. yeah, like, after that, after that run, it was sort of like, I, they're making great Batman comics now. They're making, yeah. They've made great Batman comics since. Um, it's, a, it's a different Batman, though. But it, exactly. And that's how it feels, right? It's like a different... Yeah. I mean, literally, I guess it but, is. I mean, and that's fine, because it's, you know, it's another really good creative team working on that character. Mm-hmm. And when they're done with the book, I'll, I'll be happy for it, too. Right. Because there's there's another full Batman story. Uh, but, like, for someone, that's that's their definitive Batman. And when when that run's done, I'll be like, ah, who, who's the next guy? I, I don't care. That's where the Batman story ends for me. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's part of... Maybe that's a better way to kind of look at it in a way. Like, you, it's like, a you know, you follow a character for, like, years or decades. Mm. It's sort of like... It's easy to just sort of keep looking at it like an ongoing thing, like the totality of it. But it's... it's Sometimes it's good to just sort of let them go. That's why I like picking up... I, I, what I've done in the past probably ten years a lot of the time is just picking up old trades. Yeah. And then, like, oh, you end up finding these story arcs that you never knew existed. You read those, and like, and they encapsulate. So you might have to pick like one or two or three of them up to get that full storyline. And then it's like, I'm done. Like that was cool. I like that. Yeah. And it's not this 
blind search of, is this going to be good? Do I have to keep buying this? Oh, I got another issue. Oh, it's in my grab bag. Okay, I have this. Oh, someone else is doing this now. This is a big pile of shit. Why am I reading this? <laughs> Should I still keep giving the money? God damn it. Now I'm four issues deep and it's yeah. a six issue Well, thing. that's the thing. And then it's like, yeah. well, I'm going to, and a lot of the time I never know when to stop because I'm like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that, you know, yeah. like the first issue might be a little rocky, but you never know where it's going to go. And then th- that's exactly it. Like you're four issues in and you're like, well, Oh, Robot Ninjas, again. I'm kind of invested, <laughs> and at the same time, I'm not that pleased, but am I enjoying it enough? And is, is it, it's going to end in, like, two, and then somebody else, or yeah. it'll go in another direction, and it might be okay. Yeah. Well, know. like, that's what happened to me with uh, with that Moon Knight series, hmm. uh, where I was like, I was, I think, nine issues in, and I was like, okay, I thought this was going to be, like, a six-issue arc. Hmm. Here's another arc. I'm gonna as soon as this arc is done, I'm I'm bouncing. And then I went to the shop to pick up the last couple of issues that I'd missed. And think, oh hey, the last issue's coming out. Oh, it it is a full story, full complete story. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll stay on board. Hmm. And it was really satisfying, and I'm glad that there wasn't more after the last <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was one of those ones that, and that's a rare one that it's okay. We just it ended. And we're done. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. It's almost like you planned that in advance and they just didn't tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. And a lot of the time, you you don't even you have no clue that it's going to end. Yeah. Like that, I had no clue. There was a couple of them. Like, Sheltered, I really enjoyed that series. And I got to the last one. And I literally I, get to the back yeah. of the book and it's like, the end. I like, oh, that's I, the actual end end. That was always planned as like a... a two-part thing. A two-part thing? Well, like, they did the first uh, book of it, and then they took a break for a few months, and then they went back to it. But how do I know that? I don't. That's the thing. And I don't think it ever really said. Well, you got to look at the secret codes in the back of every issue. You didn't look at the secret codes <laughs> in the back of every issue? I guess not. I didn't get my Punisher Morse code thing. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. You've got to look at it at 3 a.m. Yeah. That's true. It's the, only, it's the only way to wait, know. wait every five minutes. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I just, like, characters that you always knew it's being just ongoing forever, but it's like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just nice sometimes to be like, that's an end for that. Well, it's, it. it's basically like anytime they, they take a character in a new and exciting direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you read that until the next creative team comes on, and that could be your version of the character. Mm-hmm. That could be, when that book ended, even though it's like, oh, no, 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 it went on for another like, eight issues. But that's so different than how we used to do it, because it would be, here's one creative team mm-hmm. that's, yeah. like, on it for ten years. Yeah, but that just That doesn't, doesn't happen. happen anymore. So now it's like, you just find those nuggets of, like, oh, I liked this one, and then, yeah, whatever. Or you we'll just stick to create our own stuff. Or that. Because yeah. they know how long the book's going to run. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, uh, assuming thing, that it does well. Like, reading yeah. Saga, you get the sense that he knows... He's got an end. He's, yeah. he's got an end point he's going to get to, and then that'll be it. And right. It's almost like he's telling a story. Yeah. Or like a <laughs> and middle. not just all middle story. Yeah. Or like a Why the Last Man or something like that. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, dumb. Yeah. Sad, I do, it's kind of walked into like the argument, like, I like it when you actually have those times, when you actually have a creator tell who's telling like a story with an end. With an it's like a novel. I've read character. a novel. Here's the novel. It's the start, and then it goes to the end, and then we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's, it's as nice opposed to, here's a novel. Someone wrote the beginning for me, and I'm not allowed to end it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm merely part of the whole storyline. Yeah. Also, it's a Marvel event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what I write. Even, even if it's supposed to be a story, it's like, it, it didn't it's end. Not gonna I can write whatever I want, make it really cool. Uh, it's going to get reversed. Yeah. This, yeah. this not even going to bother trying girl. to end it. It's just going to be like, keep reading. Am I there yet? Almost. Yeah. You gotta read the next event to get to the end of this event. The monster at the end of this event. <laughs> oh, Onslaught. It's a just Marvel editorial. It's just Grover. <laughs> it's a Grover Perlmutter. It's Grover Prime. Moment of Zero. Zero. Alright guys. Oh my. Today in the moment of zero, we are going to do a dramatic reading. Because that's always fun. Mystery Men Comics number 16 from 1940. Starring the Dan Garrett original Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. I, this one's (laughs) a Facebook friend of mine, uh, Adriano uh, Moraz, he's been posting panels of it. Uh, randomly, and I'm sure this has been covered elsewhere on the internet. Probably a bunch. I, I, not that I've seen. Yeah. But uh, you'll, you'll, you'll know why soon enough. All right, let's jump in. There's parts I'm going to trim out of it just because to keep things brief. Yep. Uh, it's only a ten-page story. Um, the setup here. Yeah. There's a uh, basically <laughs> the villain of this piece, who I won't tell you their name yet, uh, is is sort of making playground equipment from shoddy materials. Gibbs. So you see, you'll see, like they're on this slide and it falls apart, and oh, no. and the children, and like the kid dies, <laughs> the six foot child. From, yeah, this this child dies from falling off of like a slide that's like six feet tall, which seems oh, preposterous. My. But here we go. So it starts with uh, child death from uh, negligence through shoddy building materials. Is creature commandos or something? Yeah, it is. Yes. Um. Okay. The real monster is slides. Yep. So we have uh, some multiple characters here. Blue Beetle, uh, Dan Garrett, who's also a police officer. Yeah. Uh, he have his partner, who's named... What is his name? Uh, it'll show up. It's Mike. Mike something. All right. Uh, we have his girlfriend, uh, Joan Mason, girl reporter, because, of course, every they're always it's always a girl reporter. Yep. Um, we have a bunch of thugs. Bunch right. of random thugs. Right. Oh, we're all thugs, right? Oh, yeah. Well, just randomly do thugs. Okay. We have uh, Dr. Franz, who is uh, Dan's scientist friend. It keeps going. Jesus. All right. Uh, who's only got a few lines. And then we have uh, the villain of the piece, who uh, you'll find out his name through the course of this story. Okay, let's start this up. Uh, so, there's, uh, there's a newspaper report. Mother declares child was murdered by faulty play equipment. Dan Garrett and Mike Manigan stop at the coffee pot. Wait, which is Who's who? That's Mike. The mustache is Mike. <clears throat> oh, you didn't tell me he had a mustache. <laughs> that mustache. changes everything. <laughs> That's yeah. a whole different character. Look to get my hands on that murdering scalpines responsible for the kid's death. He is a murderer, just as if he held a pistol to the kid's head. Joan Mason, girl reporter, greets Dan Garrett. Dan! I've just come in from interviewing the dead kid's mother. It was awful. It was a terrible accident. It was murder. And Big Dicks is responsible. 
Let me try that again. It was murder, and Big Dick's was responsible selling the city that paper he calls wood. That he does. He I'll bet. I'll, I'll bet Big Dick sells yeah. wood. <laughs> Leaving the coffee pot. Hey, what's the matter with us? This racket is a case for the Blue Beetle. Dan Garrett becomes aware that they are being followed. You both are brave, but after all, there is only one Blue Beetle. And I'll bring him in yet, too. Sure you will, Mike. The men quickly surround the policeman and the girl reporter. If you coppers want to live, scram! them! Big Dick's gun! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm saying that again. Big Dick's gunman! Why you? If you weren't such a loudmouth reporter, you might live. Dan flips the gunman over his head. Pow! How do you like that for pitching? Big Dick's. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Big Dick's is going to be doing the catching tonight. <laughs> oh. uh... You all cry too much. How do you like these bracelets? As he's putting handcuffs on the guys after they beat him up. What a story! Not as good as the Blue Beetle, but... I'll be taking these birds to the station house, Dan. My city editor will just eat up this story! Big Dick's man arrested! I'll see you later. I have some business to attend to. Nice work, Dan! Too bad you aren't blue... You aren't the Blue Beetle to capture Big Dick's himself! You can't have everything. Can't have all the big dicks. <laughs> he does, she doesn't say that. No. Entering the alleyway next to Dr. Franz's drugstore. Dick, big dicks must be brought to justice. <laughs> Good lord. Dan watches his window, friend. Wait. <laughs> Dan watches his friend, Dr. Franz, through the window of the laboratory in the back of the drugstore. That's what's in the back of drugstores, are laboratories. Of course. Dan enters the room silently. You startled me, my boy. You drifted in like the wind. I didn't want anyone to see me, so I came in through the window. Dan prepares to change into the costume of the Blue Beetle. So you see, I must get big dicks. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, now he's all dressed up as the Blue Beetle. He's the tick minus uh, antenna. <laughs> yeah, basically. pretty he's much, the, He's yeah. the phantom. Why is the yeah. phantom? I am ready to battle crime. You know my purpose is to bust the rackets. Good luck, my boy. Remember that Big Dick's has many killers on his payroll. Three of Big Dick's killers guard the entrance of his private hotel. The boss sent Lefty to bring her in. If that Dean reporter hadn't made such a fuss about the kid croaking, haw. We wouldn't have to work today. Mm, the blue beetle! Just like a blue beetle symbol just flashes. No, there's just a big beetle. <laughs> just, yeah, it's a big beetle on the wall. <laughs> it's like, ooh, it's a big beetle. I hate beetles. Oh, I no. don't like bugs. There's an extended sort of fight scene here. Poof. People don't say big dick so much, so it's not that funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, just so you know, he fights a bunch of dudes. Anyway, continuing. The blue beetle makes a surprise attack on a motorcycle. It's a cinch to plug him. Cut him down. Bloodthirsty fellows, aren't you? I'll get you for this, Blue Beetle! Out of my way! And he just runs him down with the motorcycle. Just right in the crotch. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That guy is... That's how he takes out the big dicks. He's... <laughs> a light... A lighting? Is that a word? A lighting on yeah. his feet? A lighting on his feet. Sure. The Blue Beetle wheels to the other gunman. Yes, with my bulletproof armor on. Is he responding to the narrator? Yeah. It's weird. 
Can't I stop you? He looks pretty stupid. Y-U-H. And you, yeah, he, he looks like a caveman. He totally does. The... That's a, that's very, yeah, that's that's a fancy the. That's a big font. <laughs> the killer draws a hatchet on the blue beetle. This'll get you. He's punched in the old face, and then he punches him through a window. Don't be cut up about it. Oh. Like all this glass that cut you. <laughs> well, I get it. It was an axe. Nice yeah. jugular, you dicks. The blue beetle smashes into the gang's headquarters. The three of us will finish this mug for sure. You boys don't care how many bullets you waste. Bullets are flying past him. And he's just got a big smirk. Just smirking. Not in the face. Your aim's improving. Hey, why don't you stay put? Gotta make a contact. Oh! He's spinning a thug around by the feet. How do you like the merry-go-round? The blue beetle releases the human pendulum. Go say hello to your friend. Strike! And he throws him at another dude. And it looks like they're both dead now. Yeah. <laughs> We're fine. Try and duck this. Thanks for the warning. Like lightning, the blue beetle's hands shoot up. No! You won't stay there long, don't worry. Then the blue beetle completes the trick, which is tossing a dude. You won't be up there long. Wait, what? <laughs> He's just repeating himself. You and won't stay he... there long, don't worry. You won't be up there long. And then he throws him into a, uh, a, a potted plant. Head first. Just like a flower. Big dip. <laughs> yes! With an exclamation mark. And that's all it's a... Wait, 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 And wait. that's all... That's very fancy. I know. It's got like a flowing scroll. Big dicks. So, it's the blue beetle. You've got to pay for your crimes, big dicks. As long as I have to pay, why not to you, blue beetle? He pulls out a stack of fat cash. That's a lot of money. You smart. Let's make a deal. A hundred grand if you lay off. What do you see, Blue Beetle? It'll be all yours. You can't erase your crimes with money, Big Dicks. You and your rackets must go. Big Dicks' foot presses a button while he keeps on talking to the Blue Beetle. The stairs collapse under the Blue Beetle. So there's like a button. He's at the top of a stair, uh, stair, flight of stairs, and there's just a button on the floor that, makes that anybody can yeah. hit at any point. Like, like, it, how many times that accidentally happened and someone just falls to their death? Uh, he lands just bang on his head, totally on his head, just right on the top of his head. It's amazing. Now, Big Dicks has got you where I want you. <laughs> I'm Big Dicks. I'm Big Dicks. I mentioned I'm Big Dicks. <laughs> So, uh, he's having his thugs load him into an elevator. Take him to the tower. Yeah, okay, boss. You won't have fun and dump him, eh, boss? Here's the dang reporter, boss. <laughs> You're lying. You couldn't capture the blue beetle. Take her to the tower where the blue beetle is. Then I will show her that that is where he is. And she is too. I'm Big Dicks. I'm Big Dicks. <laughs> In the tower. In the tower. Here's your great blue beetle. I can't believe it. He met his downfall on the hands of the big dicks. <laughs> children. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to get out of here. It's only 40 floors down. And then we see the, the shot. Street, the streets made of Technicolor Lego. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice green building. Yeah. Let's see who this blue beetle is. Okay, boss! Jesus. <laughs> the boss! He ain't out! Blue Beetle kicks him in the crotch. Ah, in the crotch! But you'll be! Whoosh! He goes flying butt first. Yeah. Just butt first into a wall. 
Uh-oh. What's gonna happen? I just stop. I'm just stuck looking at this panel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like bent in half. Like, ooh, my legs are twice the size of my torso. Oh, yes. The round isn't over yet. Blue Beetle, you've saved me. I've got a trick up my sleeve. How do you like the taste of that? <laughs> Anybody want it? No, I, no, I'm not no. even gonna go there. It's people. They know. They, yeah, everyone yeah. knows. It looks like he's shooting a ray. I, I get. No, yeah. Bix, oh, he does Big Dicks locks them in. They'll find you here after the gas clears away. Dead. So he had some sort of gas gun. Yeah. yeah. The room fills with gas. The windows are only chance. Oh, Blue Beetle. Hold your breath. And they're climbing out the window. Courage, Joan. I'm not afraid with you, Blue Beetle. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> climbing. There's, There's just, no gas. I'm no, not holding. at all. Like, they're outside. I'm, I'm <laughs> still holding my breath. Look how long I can hold my breath for. I'm fainting. Wings. So they're, like, really high up. And, like, he had to climb down how many stories? They're and almost at ground level now, and she's still holding her breath. breath. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah, you all right, child? Thanks to the blue beetle. Yeah, there was an old lady there. Just Oh, yeah, it's yeah. an old lady. Old just lady. walks out. Now for big dicks. Ready for blue beetle. <laughs> Hello, grandma looks evil. Yeah, kind of. That's a sinister grandma. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're suddenly, uh, big dicks come back He's out. back in the building? I don't know what's going uh, on. Yeah. Whoever makes a move gets riddled. <laughs> Riddle me, Dick. Um, but first, to even a score with the Blue Beetle. Say your prayers, Blue Beetle. Sometimes you watch my feet instead of my hands, <laughs> <That's>, Big Dicks. <laughs> that's the most awkward pose. Like, yeah, I know. I'm kicking, but I have my torso's falling so up the back. The, kicks the gun away. See that you get a good shot, boys. Punches them. Into the reporters who are taking pictures. And then a cop, cop Mike. Is that a cop Mike? You know what? I don't remember what Mike's voice sounds like. <laughs> so now, like, now he sounds like this. The son of a blue beetle. Everyone. But he disappeared like he always does. There's a newspaper. Blue beetle scores again against crime. Blue beetle smashes dicks. <laughs> the blue beetle returns to his beat after becoming Dan Garrett again. Just a few more seconds more, and I would have had that blue beetle. I'm Mike. Too bad. She kind of yells it. <laughs> Come on. You should have seen the blue beetle's latest exploit. Duh, he ain't much. Don't fret, Mike. Maybe you'll catch him someday. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Then again, maybe you'll catch big dicks. <laughs> then again. <laughs> too, too bad. <laughs> So uh, that was an excuse for us to say Big Dicks a whole bunch. Yep. God, when's Big Dicks coming back? Yeah, I know. It's overdue. It's long overdue. So, uh, yeah, while I was running through this with us, we are planning ahead. Uh, it's like, is uh, would something like this be too stupid and immature for us? Not at all. Turns out, no. I no. thought it was actually going to be the boners thing. No, no. Well, it's you know it's in the same vein. <laughs> the main vein. Big <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dicks. Uh, all right, who are we? I don't even know anymore. I don't want to say my name. I'm yeah. just gonna use a pseudonym. I just I need a cigarette. You're, you're I'm, big dicks. I'm, I'm fingers McGee. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pseudonym I used to use. It says it on my scene card. Really? Yeah, that's amazing. Fingers, thumbs, McGee. <laughs> that's cool. That's who did ski ninjas for the first five years of it. Huh? Yeah. But then I decided to go by Kyle Lees, and that's my name. You can check my stuff out at thekylelees.com, or you can just Google my name, Kyle Lees, or you can just find me wherever. 
My name. Can you guess what it is? Oh, regular dicks. <laughs> I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca. M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M.ca. You can find my books and my shirts and my stuff and my pictures and my stuff and whatever. I take commissions and do commissions and make stuff for you. Uh, some photography too. Um, you can find me at Merck um, on the Facebooks and Instagram. Merkanaut, like astronaut. M-E-R-K-A-N-O-T. And that's all I got. Alright, uh, I'm Bry Kodak. You can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com, which returns September 19th, which I'm assuming is like next week at this it's, point. It's soon. It's coming up real fast. Uh, and I'm hoping I'll have a bit of a buffer by then. Fingers crossed. Uh, thanks as ever to uh, Kenneth Preston Merkley for doing all the awesome music uh, for us. If you want to check out his stuff, uh, just look him up or look him up under Ocean City Defender. Uh, he does a lot of really cool music. Yep, he's doing a lot of film score stuff, and uh, yeah, check him out. And, uh, I'm just going to throw this out here every week until it's here, but uh, you can see, if you're in Thunder Bay or the area, you can see me and Kyle at ThunderCon coming up. We're going to have mm-hmm. a booth. Uh, you can see me and Merck at, uh, in Winnipeg at the end of Winnipeg. Uh, at the end of Winnipeg. At the, at the end, end of, of October. At the end of Winnipeg. <laughs> in Winnipeg at the it end of October be. at uh, C4, uh, Central Canada Comic Con. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be good times all around. It's going to be a busy couple months. Huzzah. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, well, I hope we see you next week. Because when you're listening to this podcast, we're watching. That's Stop how technology works. That. That's disgusting. Dude, you're such a big dick. <laughs> Well, that part I like. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. It's impressive. It <laughs> is. <laughs> That's good. Damn. Oh, that was so dumb. Dick Celsior. I came up with all of those in the shower today. You know what I did in the shower today? Nothing, because I didn't take one. Uh. Smell me. Let's start the show. I'll smell you later. Oh, you'll smell you now. He will. Cut all of that. He will. Delicious.